It's a bad advice show. Good morning, Vietnam. I don't know why I did like that. Shout out to Robin Williams, wherever you are, you were, you're missed. I watched Mrs. Doubtfire. And <laughs> uh, let me introduce my, my co-hosts uh, via um, Mrs. Doubtfire style. They are the two of the best hosts. They are the two that make me the troublemaker that I am, the matchmaker. Sir Roman Mel, everybody. <laughs> wow. We're matchmakers. Are we making you a match? Are we finding you a wife? You don't remember that scene in, when, in um, Mrs. Doubtfire where his brothers uh, uh, dress him up like Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes. And they're doing, they're doing different styles, which I recently found out that dude that played his brother, who was also in Independence Day, yeah. also wrote Kinky Boots, which yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, apparently he's like a Broadway legend. He's an icon. Yes, did not know that. I'm yes, learning yes, a lot about. Yes. I'm learning a lot about Broadway thanks to uh, um, man Lin Manuel. Is that his name? Lin Manuel Miranda. Yes, yes. He gets the people going, doesn't he? Well, he, you guys know my affliction to um, uh, uh, Fuego Mommy and. Um, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so you know any anything about uh washington heights i'll i'll, I'll give it a i'll give it a spin <laughs> is that wrong that's wrong What's i don't wrong? know if it's wrong i don't know if it's right it just is Ugh. harvey feinstein is who you were talking about too yes there it is thank you thank you i'm i'm terrible with names i've had a long day and I'm saying that, but I feel like everyone's been having a, a long day. Hey, hi, how about everybody, wherever you are, just take a deep breath. And through the nose, out through the mouth. Deep <sighs> cleansing breaths. Wow, look at us giving out semi good advice. Oh my goodness. I hope um, meditation <laughs> is the only reason I'm not out committing the murders. Hmm. I lose my mind. Hmm. So, Ron, what do you do to, to de-stress yourself? Uh, make people laugh. Wow, that is such a giving, giving nature. Also, uh, whiskey. Oh, oh, yeah, you got to have that. Also what? Whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. You need to do yoga. If you're going to get a robe, you might as well get into some big nigga yoga. <laughs> Who's teaching that class, though? Probably another big nigga. Hmm. Why do I picture you and Shaq in a hot room? <laughs> no. I would not do yoga with Shaq. He looks like a farter. Oh, he's definitely. He like he and they're wet, too. Yeah. <laughs> Slapping around. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't want to be in yoga with Pick me another uh, yoga uh, master. I don't uh, Kendrick Perkins, but it's done in the back of a barbershop. Um, <laughs> hilarious scene. Terrible idea. Just picturing Kendrick Perkins holding a yoga mat under his arm. <laughs> yeah, after you get cut, you can go on in the back with Big Perk. I absolutely will not be going in the back with Big Perk. He's just standing there waiting with a yoga mat and a do-rag. Yeah, and no shoes on. None. 
I'm getting this stretch. What? No. Oh man, I think I, I think I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this possible. I'm gonna start big, big nigga yoga. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not a big nigga, and you're you're picking terrible big. This is this, this is gonna be my wheelhouse. I'll get. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um, I volunteer to pick the big niggas. Oh, Thank here you. we go. I'll find <laughs> them. I'll make sure they're pre-stretched. Oh, good Lord. See, I, see what you did? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Huh? I don't have, don't have my big niggas uh, yoga masters coming in all tired and relaxed already and shit. They're not going to focus on the class. They're going to be limber and balanced. <laughs> Matt all all sweaty already before he even started. <laughs> mm. They're Why not gonna be so that mat. No, they they're gonna have to bring an extra mat. Why is your mat so thick? <laughs> Melanie, get your ass out the back room. Oh my god! I want to go to big nigga yoga. And my my yoga instructor was sleep. <laughs> <laughs> The male was making a pot of lima beans. I don't even know why she was there. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to be hungry when he wake up. Get out of there, man. <laughs> Impeding my goddamn progress. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good organizer of things. Like, I, like today, uh, I felt like you because I, I got up. I got up extra early and had to go to go to work. I hosted a beautiful event. I'm not going to say the the organizers, but it was a beautiful event of uh, black people uh, with good money. Like, you know, niggas with doormen, uh, they were golfing. <laughs> ah, okay. Ah. <laughs> they, hired a, they hired a jester to come and um, entertain them while they, while they swatted at the balls. Oh my God! Then like they like I don't know what age uh, or what level of money you have to have for uh, black people to enjoy uh, golfing, but they do it right. They got their own carts. It's very luxurious. Um, they have names for their 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 clubs. You definitely oh. join the black people whose families owned black people club. Yeah. <laughs> Black, the golf ain't no bitch. Golf ain't no cheap ass sport. This ain't something you could just jump in with twenty dollars. That's why. That's why they invented Top Golf so the rest of us poor can enjoy. Sarone, they every single person out there had a cigar and was offering me cigars. I'm doing interviews and trying to like make jokes because they were like raising money to like give to college kids and whatnot. And they had the college kids that they were giving scholarships to, like at the event. It was the wildest shit I've ever been to, and uh, pretty dope also to see like white people uh, caddy for affluent black folk. Felt good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> did they make the college students like dance for them? Like, how did they decide? Never mind. Don't answer that. It's I'm, no, I'm no, not they did to, not. I'm not going no. to a good place with this. Don't entertain me. <laughs> they were very respectful to college students that they gave scholarships to and like at each hole there was like a gambling bet closest to the pen if you bet ten dollars and get the closest to the pen you get half the pot at the end of the day and you know how like if we do uh raffles we want to win our prize like if i put ten dollars in for the 50 50 i want my 50 
right. these niggas put it put in for these bets and just kept giving the money back to the charity or just to the kids that were there. Just handing them cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, this one got, dude, they got real money. Bruh, he won $680 and he looked over and was like, uh, who wants it? I'm just like, bro, take that $680. <laughs> You couldn't have got that six eight out of my hand with a fucking crowbar. I would have been back on the path train trying to get to the subway. So I want to say I would have held on to the six eighty, but also like when I'm out and doing stuff and like whatever, I turn into a benevolent drug dealer. There is no amount of money I won't give out. Mm. So like if it's not like if it, if if it's not money like. In my account that I worked for, I could I could see it. So you so you so you Wesley Snipes with the uh with the turkeys in New Jack City, huh? I can be. <laughs> I won't say I always am because like I have to raise kids for myself, but I definitely oh my God. can be. And now that I've gotten like when I, I it's just me, and not to say that I can't use the money, but it's you know it's like I, I'll figure it out. I don't know. It's hmm. not me. I got my six eighty tucked under my nuts. Come get it if you want it. You got to fight me for this 680. Jesus Christ. The winners of the tournament were uh, the divas, the, <laughs> the golf divas, all dressed uh, in matching golfing attire, matching uh, hats. They were all on the same cart that someone drove them around on. Uh, and it was quite impressive because they smoked cigars from 8 a.m. to about 4 p.m. Breath smelling like Greyhound bus smoke. A whiskey. And they were playing well. I'm like, oh, they they gotta be hammered. It's it's hot. They're drinking straight. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking straight liquor. Smoking. Drinking whiskey in the sun? Yeah. No, no, it was like a, it was an overcast day and it was like, this is perfect weather. And they just kept drinking more and I'm trying to do interviews and they was like, we just like helping kids. We like helping kids. Well, not kids, you know, kids of color. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, sir. (laughs) This eventually will be on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. He wanted to say nigga so bad, but he gave that up in uh, 2003. Oh my God. He got rich. Yeah, you were with the people who know that they've crossed a certain dollar figure. So, nigga, even though technically you could say it, you know it ain't right. All right, I gotta, I gotta get this off my chest. There was this one dude that I interviewed, uh, and he just wanted to talk. And uh, one of the uh, one of the young helpers that was there, but she was no, she was a golfer, and she came over, and he didn't know her name. She was talking to him. She's like, oh. And he was like, how do I know you? And he was like, oh, I'm your best friend's daughter. He was like, oh, I haven't seen you in five years. Man, you got thick. I was like, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot say that. Oh, no. Please don't tell your best friend's daughter that she's thick. What the fuck? You got to fight next time. You got to fight next time you see him. Yo, do you understand the fight that I would have to have if my daughter came back? You know... You know Uncle 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 Craig? Yeah. He said I was thick. Oh, I gotta shoot this nigga. <laughs> yeah, fight. It's gonna fuck around and be a murder. I've referenced murder twice, and we are I see that. 
15 minutes into the podcast. Yeah. Not even 15, 10, and you got two murders under your belt. Wow. COVID, the panty is rough. It really is. Oh, that's another thing, too. Old black people are shouting out uh, young people that's getting the vaccine. Hmm. Is this how we turn the corner and get uh and get get more vaccines? Apparently. This old dude said I want to give a shout out to all y'all getting the back. I'm so happy y'all black folk getting the back. Y'all ain't worried about that Tuskegee stuff no more. Forget that Tuskegee stuff. Forget that 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 uh them them germ-filled blankets that the white people gave the Indians. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh. Take this microphone. Whiskey is obviously not your drink. You were with Black Maggots today. <laughs> wow. I had to get out of there. Wow. Got my money and got out of there. Oh, they tipped generously yeah, too. You was, you was you was with the uh black folks that listened to Lionel Richard after he left the Commodore. <laughs> Everything from all night long on. Hell yeah. Hey, that's a quality joke. If you're listening, go look it up, Google it, <laughs> listen to some music, and come back and laugh. Or just and look at his welcome. album posters. Look at his album posters after the Commodores. <laughs> yep. It's very different. Oh, it's so different. Oh, man. I listened to some new music this week. Uh, I listened to... Someone told me to listen to John Mayer. I have this weird... Uh, John Mayer kick. It, I think he's like the only white artist that I will publicly admit that I I fucks with. Because every time I'm like, "Yo, this is gonna suck," and he says something, I'm like, "Oh, this this is such a smooth, jazzy, up temper, contemporary." Uh, I don't know. Feel. John Mayer. John Mayer can play the fuck out of that guitar. But oh, he he's can. An idiot. He can, but he definitely said that he has a David Dick, David Duke cock. So, but and trying to, yeah, he's his try, dick he's is racist. A... He doesn't like, I guess he doesn't fuck non-white women. Oh, and I yeah. just feel like there are so many other ways to say it. Oh, or yeah. just to rest in the fact that most people consider white women the default and not say anything at all. Oh, Men, I do you? not know if you know this, but when it's the option of saying something stupid and saying nothing, the option of saying nothing is right there and nobody will hate you. Mel, Nobody will hate you for not being a jackass. Mm-hmm. Mel, Mel I, I literally just told you how a dude told his best friend's daughter he hasn't seen. You got thick. I know. <laughs> That's why I know y'all don't know that you can shut up. Oh, my God. Shutting up has become a very powerful tool that I learned in the past seven years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One, have... of the, one of the greatest things you can have in your toolbox is shutting the fuck up. I have, as I, once I hit 40, shutting up kind of, but now that I'm like in my mid forties, my voice aggravates, my voice aggravates me now. Man, we gotta hey, get a liquor sponsor this for this. Third, Write this down for the third murder. There will be a nigga in New Jersey killed with a golf club within the next three weeks. <laughs> You hear that, Craig? I hope you're listening. <laughs> oh, man. Craig's about thing. to get busy. Oh, yeah. What, like, what age? Is there an age that, like, that people get where they just 
don't know when to shut the fuck up or it's just no, like they don't care like anymore. That. No, he's been okay. like that. All right. He's been like that for a long time. Have you have, have you met men? I don't know. If I tell y'all something, y'all, y'all, y'all got to promise not to tell nobody else. So I did an interview and this, this older dude, he came over an interview and like he couldn't hear me and he got closer and he put his hand on the small of my back and I had to step away. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, you just old, man. <laughs> okay. Maybe he was trying not to fall. Yeah, you sure? Yeah, he was old. That's why old people uh, listen. They they hold they hold the small of your back. They touch you. Oh, okay. They try That's to true. stay tethered to this earth. What are you talking about? I'm talking about you. Talking you are the anchor. Talking. Yeah. Have you seen ghosts? Do you see how them things come and get you at the end? Please tell me you've seen ghosts. <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. You think ghosts is the reason why a lot of people uh, go to church? I think that's like that scene scared and scarred so many people. It's yeah, so funny. We want to talk about movies. We we'll yeah. talk about movies that drove people to church. Passion of the Christ that people are committing, or not committing, but uh, admitting to crimes and shit. <laughs> Can I tell you said, something? Yeah. yeah, I've never seen Passion of the Christ. Don't worry about it. I was literally Might- like, I read the book. You might be better off not saying it now. You now that you know about uh, Mel Gibson, and that it's almost um, yeah, yeah. He didn't need to show us all that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it after I heard about the making you confess stuff. I was like, this has already been said between me and Jesus. I don't need yeah. to tell nobody else. Mm. Mm. I don't. I don't want to take Jesus to the movies. That's why I watch Tyler Perry. Cause he had he had he had Jesus tied to the whipping post. I seen it on uh, YouTube. <laughs> I just I like my Negroes mispronouncing Bible words. That's that's just that's as far into religion as I'm ready to wade in that type mm. of entertainment. And Hallelujah. Said, Hallelujah. And Hallelujah. God, please get these motherfuckers off me. I am such a bird. I just accept it. I, I once got laid. That's what Job uh, said, right? I have no clue. He said, get these motherfuckers off me. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. Yeah. yeah. He said it like Little John, too. <laughs> I am so sorry, Lord. I really try. I'm just saying that's what I that's what I interpreted. What if what if God was a rapper? Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be great? You get up there, he should start spitting bars about your life. <laughs> Why am I picturing our Lord and Savior, our Lord and Savior, as a mm-hmm. battle rapper? <laughs> Please, not not a battle rapper. Nobody wants to see that aggressive ass spoken word. <laughs> oh man, you know what? That's you know what. That's my next piece of bad advice. Uh, next time you at work, uh, openly listen to battle rap at your workstation and watch how no one talks to you for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Why would or should they? Oh, I'm not proud of it. When I did have a desk job, 
and they said I could have headphones. I used to listen to um, chain gang music. Uh, and like, uh, there's albums on the internet where it's like, they were saying like uh, slave work songs. And I would put that in my headphones loud enough. So when like I pulled it off and they hear it, they just left me the fuck alone. Mm. Smartest thing I ever did. That is some petty shit right there. I, I'm not going to judge you though, because I like listening to them. I don't know why. Perhaps it is an unfreed man inside me. But I love them songs. The old the old uh chain gang songs and the railroad yeah. working songs. Yeah. 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 For yeah. you, all of my jokes are racist, so I'm just not gonna tell them. Just do how it. can just a black it. how can a black person be racist? Don't test me. Could have went to that <laughs> golf tournament today. <laughs> don't don't delve into that at all. Yes. Oh, uh, you know what? It is killing me not to sing this goddamn chain gang song right now. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do it to. We're gonna host the Twitter Spaces, and I will be singing most of the time in chain gang songs. And I am gonna bust through with racism like Roger Rabbit after shaving a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> she can't resist. I, I'm, I'm a human. Like, come on. I just see me as a detective with my, with my <laughs> sleeve caught on the door. Like, no, Mel, Mel, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, man. They'll be watching, they'll be like, I've never seen a black person talk to another black person like that. No, we got it. She can technically say all of those words, but we, we got, I'll be the, I will be the first motherfucker to get canceled. Mm-hmm. I have Daniel Caesar looking at me like, damn, bitch. She's allowed. <laughs> She's allowed, but it makes me feel uncomfortable. I, I don't like any of what I just saw. <laughs> yeah. Like None of us said, can uphold this. Like uh Sam, like Sam Wilson said, uh, she's out of line, but she's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of out of line and right, did y'all see uh Frontier Airlines? If you ever want to fly for cheap. I promise you, the best worst decision you can ever do is to save money. If you want to spend more on an Uber to the airport than the flight ride, take Frontier. No matter where it goes, oh, just no take matter where. Hey, that's the one with the weird animals on the tail of the plane, right? Yes. Yeah. It's it's like it's the great Frontier Airline the is like a dinner. Yeah. It's like a dinner. Um, you know, one of those dinner mystery parties, yeah. but instead of a mystery, it's one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh my yes. God. Because there is just a little bit of everything on Frontier. And somebody's probably going to get taped to a chair. Mm-hmm. Frontier is the reason I was able to do a show out in Indiana when I flew. And get this, people. I flew on a plane in the air for $13 each way. <laughs> That is amazing. So I have a question. Please. When the 72 ducks that are holding y'all up land, do they <laughs> die and y'all replace them? Or are they do like are they able to do the round trip? I don't know, Mel. When I got on the plane, I was like, if they had a chimpanzee in an aviator jacket walking towards the cockpit, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I guess he know what he's doing. 
Thirteen dollars. Yeah, kind of expected this. Oh man, Frontier! It's just just for the adventure, because it never goes. Uh, it, it goes to places that you want to be, but when it goes back, you're on their schedule. Always keep that in mind. If you plan on going the same day, you're like, I'm gonna fly in, I'm gonna fly out. No, Frontier be like, Nah, we ain't leaving till Thursday. <laughs> yeah. You know how your parents tell you they're gonna bring you there, but you have to find your way home. That's Imagine that was a business model. You mean aunt <laughs> got an airline? <laughs> I'm not gonna come back to all that traffic. You want to get back yourself. Aunt Terry Airways. Aunt Terry Airways. I love it. If you have an Aunt it. Terry, don't she think she's better than everybody? Oh, she definitely does. Uh, she got a yeah. She got an airline. She can afford jet fuel, but only one way. <laughs> oh no, she can afford both ways, but fuck you. Yeah, because that's just how Terry is. Oh, Terry. Aunt Terry, don't be that way. <laughs> Even if you love her, yeah, Aunt Terry is stuck up, huh? I know. Mm-hmm. I, I just, oh man! So for those who don't know, they um, in the most hilarious thing, they uh, they they strapped an unruly white passenger to his chair, like they taped him to his chair, gagged him, and everything, and then people people videotaped it. Yo, dude, I I think we're gonna have to start flying private from now on because honestly, yo, the airport is the most dangerous place in the world now. Yeah. They have surpassed boat bus for travel fuckery. You used to have to get on the uh, the Chinatown bus to New York to find this kind of bullshit. Nah, you just go. You can just go to any airport near you, and it's all the way from the top to the bottom. Like we making fun of Frontier, but this shit is all the way up to Delta. Yep, United, American, American Airlines. It yep, it don't, it don't matter what you get on. Something is wrong in the air. I keep telling people, uh, airport fights are up four thousand percent this year. So much every... the fact that oh yeah, we talked about this. We talked about the yeah. fact that uh, flight attendants were taking uh, self defense classes. Lord, just be careful, guys. Wear a mask and uh, don't bring brass knuckles because apparently people have been bringing um, all types of weapons to the airport. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I I retweeted a, a very nice stash that they of uh, weapons that they had confiscated and they was bringing shit on there that I didn't even know that you could purchase outside the airport. Somebody had a grenade. Like, how do you get to the fucking airport and be like, oh shit, I forgot to leave my grenade at home. I'm I want to bring my own juice. <laughs> I want to know the level of beef that you got to have with somebody or multiple people that you walk around with the grenade. <laughs> shit. Grenades are so bad, the wire wouldn't let uh, Marlo use one. They, they locked him up. <laughs> no, it wasn't Marlo. It was, uh, damn it, what's the other dude's name? Weebay? Not Weebay. Weebay's uh, boss. Oh, um, um. Avon. Avon, yeah. Yeah. Avon had grenades. He was like, we finna start a war. They were like, yo, we can't let you do this. <laughs> the fuck you say? 
most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I mean, grenades, you got to be at, at war with yourself, though, because yeah. you got that 50 50. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Grenades have like a 50 meter killing circle radius. Yeah. And let me tell you, my throwing mm-hmm. arm ain't that good, and I cannot yeah, you, run that fast. You got to chunk that motherfucker. You got to mean that. It's a commitment. No, no, you could do the underhand joint. Some people do the underhand. You got to underhand slide it like you're bowling. No, it's, no, you die. I've no, it's got to move. He just said 50 meters. Nah. Oh, God. Hey, this is why we have you chipped. Hey, Shit guys, like this. guys, if you're listening to the Bad Advice Show right now, tell us, do you think it's better to underhand slide a grenade or to overhand throw a grenade? I'm going old school ABA basketball free throw. <laughs> One of us was in the Marines. Just throwing that out there. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to let the people figure out who. What? So. <laughs> well, they know it's not me because I can't run or throw. Oh, my. All right. All right. Get it together. Calm down. What's going on out here? These streets are insane. Oh, what else is going on? Oh, you talk about grenades. Like, it's my favorite time of the year in New Jersey is gun buyback time in New Jersey. Do you guys have this uh, in your state? I've heard of the program before. Yeah. I live Mel? in Louisiana, so I'm sure it's called Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lawless place. Well, for New Jersey, um, some people, uh, the, the state tries to incentivize people to bring in their weapons in exchange for cash or tickets to a basketball game. You know, when you really want to go see the Knicks, but all you got is a, a Glock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on down. Come on down. And uh, this is my favorite thing that they say on the, uh, on the flyer. You could turn it up to three, three guns, no questions asked. Because if you pull out a fourth, they go, all right, what are you doing? <laughs> I, 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 I need to know a little more about this. So I just feel like if people are trading in their guns for Knicks tickets, that's a level of commitment. I, I, I hope somebody loves me like that. Because Knicks tickets? <laughs> you trading you in your whole this? heat of your safety for the Knicks? Yeah, hey. think about what they trade nice. in. These are nobody's trading in they, the guns they still like. I wouldn't trade in a gun I hate for the Pelicans. So, nah, so some people, <laughs> some people will be turning in like old muskets, shits that got bayonets on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> and even that's dumb because you could restore them shits and they're worth money. Oh man, yeah, New Jersey, we be doing that. My favorite thing, Mercer County, right down by Trenton, uh, someone uh, turned in a rocket launcher. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You'd probably be disturbed by the number of rocket launchers there are on the streets. I try not to think about it, and every once in a while I do. And it wasn't like, what'd you say? I hope you got caught side seats. You can't give me nosebleeds for a rocket launcher. Right. And they count that as one gun, the rocket launcher? Yeah, yeah one they count it as one gun, yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like they have to have a scale on that. I think you yeah. gotta have quantity and volume. There has to be a ratio because oh. I you should have questions about a rocket launcher. Yeah. Like nigga, know. is your beef with your neighbor that bad? Do they play their music that loud? What you gotta you don't know. For? You don't know Larry. <laughs> <laughs> never been that mad i've never been that mad uh to to think yeah i'm gonna get a rocket launcher i don't i don't want to kill him i want to destroy his whole property (laughs) (laughs) this ain't rush hour what the fuck you trying to do people don't realize how loud guns are and how loud explosions are i hate the fact that people just shoot guns in like caves in, in small places and no one holds their ear afterwards. So I'm just like, bro, do you understand what you just did? <laughs> Even small guns are loud. Yeah. Yeah. That pow. I'm like, oh, oh, your ears start ringing. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, here's another piece of bad advice. Uh, get some earplugs if you're going to commit a crime. I, you know what? I take that back. Yeah, uh, did you I didn't hear know. that from me. <laughs> <sighs> did not hear that from me. That's uh, not advice. Fuck uh, mm, um, is good. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you guys been watching the free agency? I, I know nothing about. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and admit this. YouTube, my my sports knowledge is limited to what I can do on the PlayStation. Okay. I, yeah, and what and what I see on TV, and since I have five children uh, commandeering my TV, I haven't seen anything since uh, since the Malice at the Palace. I haven't seen anything. I don't know. I don't even know if Ron Artest is still playing. Well, you're in luck. Uh, the Ron, uh, the Malice at the Palace is getting a, I believe, a Netflix documentary. So you're going to get a full detailed view of millionaires punching white people. <laughs> mm. Man, Ron Artest was having a moment, and none of them shits was good. None of them. Ron Artest, Steven Jackson, uh, oh, Jermaine O'Neal. When he went to go punch that, Jermaine O'Neal was all of seven feet tall. Then he realized the dude that he was about to punch is 5'7", and he had to slide into the punch. (laughs) He actually saved it from killing. He was going to take that man's head off if he didn't slip. I really hope that there's slow-mo and like play by play. Of course. I want detailed, I want detailed recounts of the ass whoopings that you put on people. Because we I, it wasn't but one camera angle. And we yeah. didn't get to see all the ass whoopings. There was so many fights going on at once. Oh, so many fights. I remember that dude from Detroit. Yeah, it happened in Detroit. I remember no one wanted to fight Ben Wallace because Ben Wallace is just a dude from Alabama who you should just fear and respect. Uh. Yeah. Oh, nobody wanted to fight that nigga. He's the nigga that he's the one that just when you when you call me the prize slave that lifts horses over his head. That's Ben Wallace. Oh my god! If you don't know who Ben Wallace is, Google him. I think Ben Wallace is the only person. What is with uh, black NBA players from Alabama that they're just so, 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 so country and love the fight? Charles Oakley is another one. They're from 
Alabama. You answered the question. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say the same thing Mel said. Have you, I don't know if you've been to Alabama. There's much else to do. Charles Oakley looked like he was born smacking the shit out of somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They had to get him in the nursery out of somebody else's crib because mm-hmm. he was over there choking another baby. He was a baby too, but just saying. I'm just imagining him with a, a baby body and his regular He's <laughs> had that same face since birth. Charles Oakley was all of 60 years old, just tussling with New York security, trying to get at Matt Dolan, the owner of the Knicks. <laughs> he had had enough. He had white men dangling from him as he was like walking like Frankenstein towards. <laughs> like Frankenstein. He was cutting through him like paper. Franken nigga. <laughs> He's built from other niggas. He's built from other tough niggas. If you take off his shirt, it's the chest of Jim Brown. <laughs> Satchel Page's arm. It's just, it's just, just weird. Yeah, I um. <laughs> That was a funny moment. But I so I only know about LeBron skateball. So all I know is that Carmelo and a bunch of other old niggas are Lakers now. I think yeah, Dr. Yeah. J came back. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um yeah. he came out of retirement and he's a Laker now. Yeah. Uh the Lakers have become the official uh uh old zaddy team now. Um yeah. they all 35 plus. They all will be uh, taking ice baths and drinking wine and smoking cigars after every day. I cannot <laughs> to save my life remember who, but somebody called on the Bad Knees Bears. Oh. <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. I'm worried about Carmelo. He's single in L.A.? Not good. Not good. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to name this baby, but we'll see him about mid-season, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's oh, mm. oh man! Congratulations, Carmelo Anthony gonna be the only one hit at the championship parade with a paternity suit. <laughs> they gonna be, Carmelo Anthony gonna be holding the O'Brien trophy. Like, what do you say, LA? He's like, this your baby. Oh, <laughs> Midlife crisis is rough. Oh man, I just I just pictured like they release confetti for the championship, and as confetti fall down, he 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 grabs a paper and it just says you've been served. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Just gonna be somebody walking over him like congratulations on the championship. Can I swab your mouth? What? I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Don't no, worry, like we'll, we'll I mean, we'll he's take it from the champagne. Carmelo has been a professional athlete for so long. Like, this is a like a midlife crisis of sorts for him. Because he was right out of high school, wasn't he? No, he went to Syracuse for one year. That's and right. Then, How did I then he went to Syracuse. Sorry. Um, Syracuse hasn't got it. That they sure have not. That's why I don't <laughs> know why I have. Um, but, and it's still super duper young. 
So he, yeah, at his, at his what, early mid thirties, he's definitely yeah. having some kind of weird midlife crisis. Yeah, I think he's 36, 36 or 37. Him, Nick Cannon, that whole Ooh. little crew. Ooh. Divorced dads are having a rough year. You got the one shooting his dick in the space, Kanye living in Megatron's booty hole trying to make music. <laughs> it's bad out here. Hey, once yeah. again, once again, the Atlanta Mercedes-Benz Stadium is not Megatron's booty hole. It is a technical marvel that opens and closes, and it just so happens to be a circle. Once Sounds again, like a booty hole. <laughs> once again, I'm telling you, it's a booty hole. It's a metal booty hole. It's a fucking Decepticon. It's Megatron's booty hole. Thanks. Okay. When when he like falls to earth and falls apart and then all the pieces gotta reconstitute, that's the booty hole. All right, there's two things that we have to claim. Listen, do not steal an idea for a Franken nigga. That is our horror movie that the Bad Advice Show will write. And we're also writing the Divorce Dad Club starring Nick Cannon, Carmelo Anthony, and Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff Bezos. Jeff Stupid Jeff ass. <laughs> Oh man, that would be a great movie. You would definitely go watch Divorce Dad Club. Oh. We can get oh. this streaming on Amazon. We can get this streaming on Amazon within the month. We we just gotta write an outline. These niggas are shitty. Oh man. Oh man, I would love I would love to see them sitting in a round circle at a therapy just discussing their divorces. <laughs> We're gonna have like a the first hour is just gonna be denial. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Why am I here? Why am I here? I don't need to be here. I'm fine. I bet you Kanye West don't believe he's getting divorced. I, I, I don't think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I think he thinks he's just at work. Yeah, yeah. And good thing no one's told him yet. They just they're gonna wait for the album to be finished and then they're gonna let him know. Yeah. Isn't that this weekend? Isn't the hasn't the release been moved? I don't. I'm, he's living in a booty hole, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's the worst again, SpongeBob SquarePants ever. Once again, not a booty hole. He lives in a booty hole under the sea. Mm. He went to his. Oh, good lord! All right, divorce dad club is gonna be a hit. Oh man! And they can all what live a, in a booty hole. All right, now we're just getting egregious. It's enough space. It's, there's enough space. That's I mean, an accommodating booty hole. Four, four rich niggas can live in that booty hole. It's not. It's, it's not. It's, it's not a booty hole, but it does seat eighty thousand people. So she's right. I feel like Sarong thinks I need his permission for it to be a booty hole, and I'm not arguing with science. It's a damn booty hole. It is Megatron's booty hole. I have got to look at the stadium. Go to the goddamn Wikipedia. It's Megatron's. No, I'm no. I've already looked at ours, and I've decided it's a closing, circular, engineering marvel. I'm. I'm. I'll say I'm. I have to look at the Saint Stadium again and come up with some jokes. It's a dome. Yeah, but it's something. Pick a titty joke, nigga. What are you doing? No, but no. Everybody loves titties. That's true. Everybody loves New Orleans. Everybody loves the Saints. Everybody does not love the Saints, but don't be assholes right now. Yeah, people are asking, yo, I'm, I got so many people asking me to come down to New Orleans. Like, like, 
uh, fucking COVID ain't just remix uh, the variant just yet again. Uh, by the way, if you're hearing this, we're on Delta Plus now. I don't yeah. know if that's an airline. Uh, I don't know why nah, they keep they giving d- it kind of cool names, but uh, shittiest boarding it. group ever. Yeah, they they it's this shit is dropping like sneaker releases. And the fuck up part about it is like, and unlike the sneakers app, it's like you have been selected. Your draw has <laughs> <laughs> you won. The thing, like, it's we're not making it out of this shit. Okay, like I'm living like Miss Havisham because I don't be wanting to go outside. Like I, I make myself go outside and and get some sun. But it'll be days before I realize I haven't done, you know, I haven't gone outside or, or done anything or whatever. Shopping oh in sticks for no reason. Oh my goodness. Oh, dude, I'm in here I... turning into now. You remember that Jodie Foster movie? With the piano? Hmm. Where she no, had her own language movie. and shit. Yeah. Habba, 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 habba. Yeah. No, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm going there. Like, I'm just. I feel like a shut-in. I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how to do whatever. I know how to talk to people. And I, I, I'm thankful that I am a kind of a hoarder and a gatherer uh, because not only do I have a couple of new knives in case electricity go out, I know I can start a fire uh, on my own. Uh, I have two new hatchets. I have a medical kit. I have uh, drinking water and a water uh, supply kit that I could just make my own water and travel for long distances that I can also turn into a shower for an outdoor shower if I need to. I am full on uh, apocalypse mode. And I want to thank 2 Chains for his most expensive this episode uh, because he taught me how to survive. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I don't, um, I'm so torn over you because you say things like that. And I think I want Gordon in my, you know, zombie apocalypse squad. But then you also let us know that you don't know how to throw grenades. So it's a trick bag with you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you never mentioned running. That's the other thing. I peeped that. Like you said, you rolled it, but you ain't say nothing about running. I don't oh, know. If you roll it, if you roll it good enough, you don't need to run, God, run see, really. Yeah, see, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what that, that's exactly that's what the, the fuck I mean. That's why you on the fence on the roster. Okay, all right. I got supplies though. I got the hatchets if you need me. You have the yeah. hatchets. You have the knowledge, and I appreciate that. Two but hatchets. Awareness <laughs> about explosives. That's that's an important thing. I can't overlook mm-hmm. that. Like we can't wave. That's like the gun rocket launcher thing. We can't wait. Those the same. I'm also learning how to set up trip wires, which could be, Mm, which could be useful. Mm -hmm. Again, can't use a grenade for a trip wire. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, yes, you Uh, setting up trip wires. mm. Great idea, but you can't be trusted with explosives. You see how we Mm. keep coming back to ugh. Yeah, Yeah, because if I. If I set up a tripwire and the grenade don't go off, that is a useless tripwire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got to rethink this. Yeah. <laughs> but you do have the skills. Oh, yeah, I do got the skills. I got the knowledge. and Well, I got all the knowledge. I have partial now. I got the I got the CNA knowledge of uh, survival. We are not. Right no. <laughs> no, no, no. We are not doing any more CNA scandal on this show. Goddamn. <laughs> Every we are frontline workers now. 
yo, I did a show and this lady said that she is an essential frontline worker. And I was like, thank you yes. for your service. No, no, no. Wait, hear this out. I was like, so what do you do? She went, I work in a bakery. And I went, if you don't get the fuck. <laughs> but hey, she man. got people going to the goddamn bakery. If it's still open, it's the front line. Like, no bullshit. Stop being ignorant, nigga. Honestly, those are the people who are getting sick the most. Okay. A lot of, one of the things that, you know, all these people are talking about, our employers don't, our, our employees don't want to come back to work. Some yeah. of these niggas are dead. That's why That's they're not true. back at work. That's and true. so it's like, people are going there. People were demanding. People were demanding that we needed our, you know, whatever the fuck. So yeah, she ain't wrong. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Let me give a shout out to everyone that's getting vaccinated then. So mm-hmm. apologize to Bakers right now. Listen, Bakers, um, I, I'm sorry, but your jobs are very much needed. Your pastries are needed. You bring joy to the world in a dark time. I couldn't imagine myself being anywhere right now in this time without an apple turnover. And I thank you for your flaky deliciousness. And me having getting Gordon together has everything to do with me just being a good person and nothing to do with how much I love cookies. <laughs> Call bullshit on that one. Bitch, they are soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, that is the Bad Advice Show for this week. Guys, just so you guys know, please hit the hashtag bad advice show so you can see what people are also listening to and liking about the show and also let us know what you liked about the show or disliked and also feel free to send us some uh questions so we can answer them for advice because we really want to get out there and help you guys in any way even if it's a bad way i don't got any shows to promote uh actually i do but i'm not going to promote them um they don't pay me enough so uh yo this vodka is good tonight uh, I you love do? spicy Gordon. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, this week um, is the Monk shows. Uh, we'll be with Felonious Monk at the DC Comedy Loft, August fifth through the seventh, starting this Thursday. Four sh- four shows, so that's Thursday, Friday, and two on Saturday. And then I will be with Monk in Virginia Beach on this Sunday. It's all it's all Monk week. Oh, Monk. All the time. Tell them, like I said, what up? Mel, what you promoting? Barrow and Felizzo, um, September 10th through the 12th. I cannot believe we're almost here. Like, I, I feel like we just started the project. But September 10th through 12th, the beers are dropping on Tavor this month. So follow me at, at Barrel and Flow on Twitter. And I'll keep you up to date with um, what beers are dropping. We're dropping the new art. We've got amazing artists. So follow us. Go to flowfest.beer to get your tickets. It's going to be dope. All right, y'all. Well, guys, it's that time again. It's the end of the show. So as I tell you all all the time, as the great uh, Barry White once said, if you love her, you'll lick her. Good night, everybody. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs>